you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I'm Jarrett, and I'm here with Jason Bond. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And also here with Mikey Kenny. Yo, what's up? Yes, and this is episode 9 being recorded on May 23rd, 2016. Going to be out May 24th, 2016. And depending who you talk to... Both days are Overwatch days. Launch is here. The time has arrived. Your watch has begun. I knew you were going to fucking say that pun. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's that's the tagline. Your watch begins May 24th. I, I mean, yeah, but... Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'd really like to thank the Bungie... Uh, the Bungie, sorry. The, the Blizzard marketing team for putting the wrong dates on the marketing materials. <laughs> that's nice. how we're able to play on the 23rd nice <laughs> thanks blizzard hey better thanks, for us because <laughs> hey it's the tw- it's the 24th somewhere uh, obviously <laughs> uh but yeah so u.s players they get to play a bit earlier uh you know it's 7 p.m eastern standard time or 4 p.m pacific uh if you are over there with blizzard uh you you should be playing overwatch at this point so congratulations yeah, congrats. You're playing yeah, Overwatch now. Pr- yeah. <laughs> we're, we're here doing doing God's work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doing the podcast. Yes. You know. Actually, I, I was Dedicated. surprised that for consoles, it was actually available on the 23rd as well. If you, if, if you got your uh, console ready, or so if you, had, if you got your copy pre-ordered, you could pick it up today, or if you... Um, or if you, I can think if you down, or if you purchase the digital version on on PS4, Xbox One, you could be playing it right now. Now my PS4 copy doesn't come until tomorrow really? because I ordered it last week. <laughs> you didn't do digital? No, because oh, I wanted okay. the only re- I, co- I ordered the collector's edition. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. that would be uh, why. So I got it for a hundred bucks on Amazon. I'm gonna get my statue tomorrow. Well, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I did digital <laughs> for for console. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I, I didn't really, so, I don't, I, I, the Soldier Seventy Six statue. I saw someone open it up, the, the collector's edition or whatever. I saw an unboxing. It looks cool, but I'm just not a Seventy Six kind of guy. So, well, I, I'm a statue guy, and I'm a Seventy Six type of guy. How does so, he? I'm gonna show the does world. He toot your horn. I'm, is, I'm, is, I'm, he toots my horn. I'm gonna show <laughs> the world that he is totally playable. <laughs> all right uh but you know since we all here want to get to playing overwatch <laughs> let's get on with the podcast we're gonna get through our mentions first uh they're actually the uh, i guess with the exception of some marketing materials things have been kind of quiet on the actual blizzard front no new patch notes or anything like that they did have a post where they talked about cheating a little bit but uh it's what you expected Cheating will not be tolerated. If you're caught cheating, it is you will get permanently banned. You know that's the thing. They they didn't talk about um, how frequently they're going to be sweeping for cheaters, because I, I mean I got to be honest with you, Valve and Blizzard, uh, they it takes them so long to deal with cheaters. I don't know how well that's going to work out in Overwatch Land because. You know, in in World of Warcraft or in um, Diablo, I think maybe people have a bit more patience for that. But in a first-person shooter, mm. I think the anger is just that much more potent when it comes to it. Like, you need that handled, like, quickly. And, uh, you know, the way these companies typically handle cheaters, 
they don't deal them that quickly because they want all this, you know, they want to make sure they're doing it the right uh, the right way because they permanently ban somebody. It's not like back in the day with Unreal Tournament or Counter-Strike where the bans were community-based, where uh-huh. you'd have like a server ban list. And then if you got on that list, there were accessible people that you could talk to to get off of that list in case it was a mistake. When it comes to Blizzard and Valve and other game companies, just just not like that. So but besides stuff like that, we really haven't seen much from Blizzard. Uh, some interesting things have popped up, though. There is a new website called OW Infinity, which it's a simply it's it's a, it's a stat website about each character. Like it's basically just informational. Uh, there's really no not much interaction, but if you go there and you click on a character, you can see some stats on him. So I, I just clicked on Hanzo. It tells you all of his abilities, and you click on the ability, it tells you what it does. Or I, I clicked uh, Storm Stormbow, uh, which is his you know primary attack. Uh, that it tells you that his ammo is infinite. It tells you his damage is somewhere between uh, 29 to 125, and his um, you know how quickly he reloads or how quickly he can go back, you know, go back into uh, you know pulling another bow. This information is nice, but it's not as critical as if the game were like a uh, an arena shooter or even a MOBA. Uh, because, I mean, the, the reality of the situation is that the, the damage numbers, they fluctuate too much, depending on if you get a headshot, and if you get a body shot, where did you get the body shot? It's not like, you know, Unreal Tournament, where, let's say, using the lightning gun, if you shoot somebody in the head, it's 100 damage. It's not 100%, but like 100 points of damage, and if you hit somebody anywhere in the body, it's 70 points of damage. It's not like that. There's so many factors. Where did you hit them? Uh, did they have a shield? Did they have armor? Like, you know, stuff like that. How, like, what portion of their health were they taken down? So, it, I mean, it is, definitely is nice info, and it would be helpful for new players. Like, I'm probably going to pass the site around to uh, a friend or two. But at the same time, uh, you know, uh, it's it's not super critical. I just thought it was a nice website to check out either of you check it out or no i have yes and uh it's really nice as far as the healers go it it shows i guess it gives you a little transparency you can actually see what they're doing you know when compared to their toolkit like you know the hps you know the heal per second on uh on mercy is incredibly incredibly you know up there compared to say zenyatta but at what cost kind of a thing right well it's because she has to babysit Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it does a great job doing that, like showing you the difference between characters and you know what you're dealing with. But uh, information like this, I think, is way more valuable for uh, like mobile players and stuff like that, where damage is constant and the damage itself goes into your strategy. Like the damage itself would determine maybe how you order your moves. You're not really going to do moves in a certain order in this game, unless you're talking about, let's say, Zarya, where you want to get 100% charge, then you want to pop your ult, and then you want to do secondary fire. In cases like that, yes. But in a lot of cases, a lot of people just going to be trying to survive. <laughs> you know? My advice to you, maybe I should make I should make a page on the Matchless Buttons website that says Overwatch Strategies... And the only thing it's going to say is shoot them in the face. Take Bastion. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Shoot them in the face. That's what you need to do. Mash those buttons. Pro's team. I don't know. As I look <laughs> at the site, though, I see uh, Lucio's alt 500 heals per second for six seconds. And then you go to Zenyatta, 130 heals per second for six seconds. I don't know if that invulnerability he gets is worth uh, losing that heal output. Stuff like that. This what this gets me into talking to. Well, well, to, to be honest with you, uh, Lucio's heal isn't necessarily like Zenyatta's. Zenyatta's um, ultimate uh-huh. heals you. Actually, heals you. So if you take damage and you're in that circle, you'll take the damage but instantly be healed. Well, that damage. Whereas with Lucio, you get like a you you get a huge shield that still can be eaten away. Yeah, and the other thing with Zenyatta though is if you're low health and a, it's healing you. A little, it's healing you like as you go, you're right, but you can be overkilled over that healing. Like, if they do yeah. enough damage to you over the healing 
per time because I've had a Widowmaker literally. Like the dude wasn't full health yet, but like he was starting yeah. to heal from low, and a Widowmaker still plucked him. So right, well that's the thing. It depends. But you're talking about 130. You said it was 130 health per second, right? Yep. I mean, for most people, that's like half their health. <laughs> you know, that's that's a lot. Unless you're talking a tank, and even that's like one sixth at five six seconds. You're back at full health. And Zenyatta himself can't be killed during that. With Lucio, I have killed more Lucios doing their ult while their ult is up than I have people like inside of Zenyatta's uh, ult, mm. to be honest with you. Unless we're talking about like a junk rat, like using junk rat's ult to, to kill, you know? Right. So, like I, said, I, I like the site. I don't, there's nothing wrong with the site at all. I do like it. I like the information. I'm just not sure exactly how valuable it's going to be for players. You know, right. So, uh, but moving on from that, another mention is PSN trophies. So, uh, PSN trophies were leaked earlier. I guess now, yeah, now that the, you know, the game's out, it really doesn't make much difference, but, uh, check them out. I'm looking at the trophies. This might be my first platinum trophy guys, because (laughs) I'm looking at the trophies for PSN and I'm like, I can do all of that. Like, this is not difficult to do. You know, for like so lots of bronze trophies, obviously, but it's like, okay, four, kill four enemies using a single bastion configuration. Done. Uh, earn 21 post-game cards and quick or competitive play. That's overall. Done. Um, let's see. Collect 50 unlocks for a single hero. That's a little, diff- that's a little difficult. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that, should be, that shouldn't be a bronze, to be honest with you. <laughs> I think I might... I might uh, I might talk to Blizzard about that one. I might, I might put some informants about that because that is going to be fucking difficult. That's more difficult to do than the actual stuff. Are they actually, um, are they just the achievements though that are the in-game achievements turned into trophies or are they actually like different achievements outside of the achievements that you no, do in-game? No, I'm pretty sure they're just in-game achievements turned okay. into trophies. Okay. Um, That's what I figured. Diva, kill four enemies with a single diva self-destruct <laughs> in quick or competitive play. That is not impossible. That's tricky. Very you have doable, to do that, you have to do, you have to do that in the first two weeks when no one knows what the fuck's going yeah. on. <laughs> you have two weeks to get this achievement. Go, guys. Yes, exactly. You're right. Actually, I'm hoping there's one for like killing people with Symmetra's secondary, because if it is, that's something you got to do early. <laughs> oh, I told you. Like, no, you can, you can no, do that without doing it early. Bags. Yeah, no, because no, no, because people will pay more attention soon. I told you what I did to people with Symmetra secondary and beta. They were just standing there like he keeps shooting the ball, but I got my shield up. Wait a second, why am I dying? <laughs> like, yeah, so just just stand there. And you take that. You take that energy ball. Um, energy ball. So, well, yeah, actually, well, after reading the Symmetra comic, you find out that it's an energy drain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but we're we're gonna get into that a little later. Interrupt an enemy ultimate ability with McCree's flashbang. See, that should be like that's, that's, easy. A, that's a that's bronze. bronze. Yeah, that's bronze. Yeah. Um. So we're getting to like the silvers. There are actually only one, two, three, four, five silvers, which include get a twenty-player kill streak and quick competitive play. That's pretty easy. Win a control map without the enemy capturing an objective or in quick player competitive play. Pretty easy. Reach level 50. Easy. Capture both objectives on the capture map without dying in quick competitive play. Easy. Prevent the attacking team from touching the payload for one minute in a quick or competitive play. That's easy. We do it all the time. <laughs> you know? Uh, the gold, is, there's only one gold. 100, win 100 games in quick or competitive play. And then there is one platinum. Collect all other Overwatch trophies. I am going to get my first platinum, guys. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I'm excited. Let's I'm excited go. to get my first platinum. Oh my gosh! All right. Well, actually, here's a di- here's not a difficult bronze, but here is a uh, uh, it could be kind of difficult. Block eight thousand damage with Reinhardt's barrier field without dying. So depending on how much damage they're putting on the shield, that may be difficult. To be honest with you. So wait, what? What was that one? Block eight thousand damage. Eight thousand yeah. in one game? No, no, without dying. Oh yeah, you can do that. Shit. Yeah, if you have a well, healer. It depends on how you. much damage they're putting on the shield. Well, no, you seriously, you just run up to a Torbjorn turret. Okay, backing out. Well, no, because your your shield would fail. Like the Reinhardt shield only co- covers you for what two thousand health, two thousand damage. 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 You only need four. Two. You only need four shields. Yeah, but so, 
you stand in front of a Torbjorn turret. For, well, it no, takes your shield like, down. So, and now- so King's Row, King's Row, you know how everyone likes to put the Torbjorn turret, like, right on that, like, uh, right behind the gate. Uh-huh. Walk in. You know, they're already banging it up. Oh, shield's broken. Sit behind wall. Buh, buh, buh. Shield. Juh. Oh, do it again. Meh. Do it again. Well, Mikey already knows how do to do it get again. The <laughs> okay. If, All right. Yeah, well, if you got a pocket healer too, it'll make that a little bit easier for well, you. Well, just it gives you a little bit of leeway so you don't get sniped when your shield breaks. And so, yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing to worry about is snipers when that happens. But even yeah. then, just like yeah, walk tough. to the gate, let them destroy it. Walk behind. Walk behind it. Simple. Dude, I think right. Mikey likes to live hard. dangerously. That's, uh, that- <laughs> <laughs> it's a little dangerous for my blood there. <sighs> Alright, so let's move on to our next mention. The last mention is that the, there's going to be a patch in June that's going to bring competitive mode. Uh, so we won't see that for the first few weeks, probably for good reason. I mean, I kind of want a competitive mode to be there when it first started, but, you know, it's it, it, people need time to adjust to the game. So a patch is going to bring competitive mode back. Uh, and the seasons are going to be three months long. So it, there was some worry, or there was some talk, I should say, that the seasons were going to be one month long. I was really worried about that because there's no way I can play that frequently to get my rank up in one month. I, I just can't do it. Uh, but three-month seasons, I think, are fair. That's closer to like what they do in StarCraft. I don't know about Heroes of the Storm, but in StarCraft, they do it that way. I mean, three months is fine. I mean, technically, yeah. that's a season. Autumn, winter, spring. <laughs> Thanks for breaking that down, Mikey. <laughs> Welcome to preschool, everybody. <laughs> you got uh, a element. You got a preschool lesson in your podcast for free. Okay. Normally, <laughs> I charge people to trade them. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, thank, thanks, Mikey, for being so benevolent. You're welcome. <laughs> Tomorrow's oh, gonna, uh, to, next po- next podcast we talk about icicles in your head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, since Mikey's talking right now, it would be a good time to talk to, about that Coke event that happened for Overwatch. <laughs> Can we not? <laughs> I don't want to promote it any more than it than it was. <laughs> I, well, what happened? Why was it two hours long? It wasn't. It was an hour and a half long. It was promoted okay. as being two hours. Why long. was it ninety minutes long? <laughs> well, I don't know. One, because all they did was show us all the trailers, including like the origin story of seventy six and the origin story of Tracer trailers. They had probably about fifteen twenty minutes of like talking to the directors of the cutscenes alive, um, dragons, heroes, and. Um, uh, recall, um, and they had a game developer and uh, a lead story art director there, or basic. Not there though. It's all pre-recorded, so like all this is just being pre, you know, pre-recorded crap that they just put on our screen, and some random woman is talking to them. Some random nerdy girl that the and it was like really stereotypical random dirty girl, but I don't know really? if it was like. What they, can, tell it, me what stereotypical nerdy girl? Female like, Chris Hardwick. <laughs> she had pink. She had purple hair. She was wearing like I don't know. It was like you put a girl in here because you wanted a girl to be here. Is what pretty much is what it said to me. Because you had five dudes here, you needed a girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was kind of like that. Like it wasn't like you know she wasn't even a person that like worked with the game. So if, even if it was like someone who like worked with the game, it was even that. But oh well, whatever. Gamer, <laughs> gamer Kate doesn't come after me now for saying that. Because <laughs> um, uh, I'm all for more women in games, but like I hate when they're shoehorned in. Like, just bring like three. You're telling me out of all the story directors that were in this game, not one of them was a girl. No, no. Actually, in one of the the making of videos I watched, there was a a, a woman. Who was into? She was like doing storyboards and stuff right. like that. So why didn't you bring her ass down for this instead of like <laughs> the hostess being the token girl? Like I don't know. That's the only thing that kind of like ribbed, rubbed me the wrong. Other way, it was like just going to a panel. It was like go to a panel, watch a bunch of cutscenes. The big reveal was the reveal that they revealed like earlier that fucking morning. Like, they didn't say what episode four was, even though we were all, like, in the theater, like, heroes. And so, 
<laughs> that was the big reveal. We all got cups, and someone in the crowd won a collector's edition of the game. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that was about Did it. Did that person get robbed when he walked outside? No, because it wasn't in a <laughs> shitty neighborhood. <laughs> but if luckily, it wasn't in a shitty neighborhood. Um, right. But yeah, no, it was it was what it was. I mean... Eh. So I mean, now, was, now I don't feel bad about going. It was, I, I, it was kind of cool, though, to see uh, a live on the big screen. Like, because out of all the, the the trailers, a live is probably my favorite one. But yeah. like, it was it was kind of cool to see that on the screen. Yeah, we're gonna. I do want to talk about that a little later. Now that all the cinematics are done. Uh, we go to story content. But I was a little like you know, I thought maybe they might. Uh, you know, release a new character or un- unveil a new character because of some rumors that were going around. There's definitely either there's either a new character coming in the next few months, or a really cool Widowmaker skin <laughs> that's going to be coming out based off of some pictures that we saw from PAX. But um, yeah, no, we that's why I, I was new. worried. I was worried that I was going to miss that because I actually had the opportunity. There were two theaters in Jersey. That had it, and how I, I thought I was gonna, and just you know, I know people are like two theaters in the entire state. Look, you can get anywhere you want to in New Jersey within about ninety minutes anywhere. So it's not like two theaters in Texas, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but two theaters in Jersey that that had it, and um, I could have went to, to one. They still had tickets, and then when I checked again, they were sold out, so I missed it. I was like, man, I hope they don't do anything cool. But thankfully, Mikey reports back, they didn't do anything cool, so that nope. was that good for me. It would be cool if I won the collector's edition, then I would have been like, oh, it was the best of it ever, but I didn't do yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Coke! <laughs> yeah. well, you're lucky. We don't even get anything like that around here in Mass. <laughs> well, not where you live. Nope. Because yeah. <laughs> where I live is not a good neighborhood. Clearly, that's uh, why. Well, uh, but okay. So, Coke event not that eventful. Just no, just really seen. annoying because they gave everyone those fucking esports clacker things in the movie theater. Yes, Ugh. it was the worst. <laughs> like I want to know <laughs> who thought giving a bunch of fucking tweebs a these clappers in a movie theater was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, uh, yeah. Uh. Well, was somebody they, probably they were, took that shit, deflated it, and put it on their wall when they, they got home. They probably fucking did. But was <laughs> most of them only did it, though, like, in between the scenes. At least most people knew not to fucking clap, like, during the fucking cutscenes and shit like that. So, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. All right. Uh, well, I guess we'll, since that didn't really bring us much, we'll, we'll go ahead and move on to uh, beta stats. Because uh, Blizzard dropped a... Uh, they drop oh, a infographic. I love this. I love this score card. Yeah, so they dropped an infographic that sh- basically told us, you know, how things went down in beta. So first of all, not more than nine point seven million people. So nine point seven one two, you know, played in the open beta. Okay, yeah. and trust me, we could tell. Okay. <laughs> no, you know what the funny thing is? 9.7 million people played, right? Mm-hmm. You saw a lot of bad players because they were new. But what what the fuck was up with matchmaking? Oh, it was why hell was for five people. But if you had six, it wasn't that bad. Why? Why? It took long times to 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 get matchups, and then it took a long time to replace players too during open beta, and that was for PC and console, especially for console. When the PS4, we ended up dropping out of matches. Just so we could try to requeue. PS4? Yeah, on PS4. So, oh. yeah, 9.7 well, million people. Where they at? <laughs> I don't know. I did that for skirmish. I did have that happen, though, on PC as well. I'd have to drop out of skirmishes yeah. and then requeue. It then was really bad in. in skirmishes compared to the first couple of open beta events that we had. Because the first couple of beta events, it was like instantaneous, man. There were people everywhere. I. You know, yeah. I really couldn't figure what I, what it was. I was only thinking that maybe people were getting discouraged somewhat, and they were dropping out, or the interest was falling. Or... Well, that's what happened to me. The last three days of the beta, I didn't play. 
<laughs> I didn't play oh, PC. Yeah. I played Same fucking here. console. So, uh, but yeah, so it was uh, the beta. Looks like participants from 190 countries. 4.9 billion minutes uh, played over the course of a week. Wow. 37,623,607 matches completed. It's pretty Impressive. dope. Average max length, 6 minutes for assault, 7 minutes for escort, 9 minutes for control, and 7 minutes for hybrid maps. Payload successfully delivered, 9,002,594 over a distance of 1.9 million kilometers. Uh, but that's the metric system, so... Mm. <laughs> Nah, I'm fucking with you. Now, most pick heroes, Soldier 76, Widowmaker, Reinhardt, Mercy. That makes sense. Obviously, those are the staples for each of those classes. Those are the staples for each of those classes. Like, I don't know how to play this game. Oh, look, a sniper. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. I don't know how to play this game. Oh, look, somebody with a rifle. Oh, Oh, this guy has a shield. to play Call of Duty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how you do it. Where's my two- sprint button? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mid-game hero swaps, two, uh, uh, 271 million, approximately eight swaps per map. That was probably me trying to dr- juggle. It's like try- trying to fill a void. What the fuck that- am That's I, what that was. Dude, Are you, you serious the right only now? One there with that. Oh, don't even. Don't even. I was swapping all fucking day on shit. No. How many times well, no, th- th- that's playing. the three of us. But even if we were on a team with three other people, we had we. Me and Bond talked about this. We had people on our team that would not fucking switch. You can't put Roadhog in every situation. Okay. <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure? He doesn't though? work are you, are for you, everything. Are you positive? I'm positive, okay? <laughs> Roadhog doesn't work for fucking everything, all right? He kills everything. Obviously not. <laughs> I don't know how many times we're playing, and I'm just waiting for that pink text to start scrolling across my game. Yo, Bon, I need you to switch, man. T- uh, t- take this. I'm going to switch. Uh, okay, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> Rolling in. Uh, but okay, so <laughs> mid-game swaps, quite a bit. Needs to be more. Total damage. Now, let me see if I can save this number. Let's see, what is that? That is one trillion three hundred and sixty nine billion seven hundred and forty nine million sixty three thousand six hundred sixty three. I wanna know how much of that is Widowmaker. Yeah, now versus <laughs> healing, okay? Damage is in the trillions. Healing is in the billions. <laughs> one hundred and sixty-eight billion fifteen million six thousand eleven. Well, of course you can't heal the world. Of course you can't heal the world because you're playing May. <laughs> oh, you can only heal so much with May. <laughs> you're right. I can only yeah. heal myself so much with May. You're right. <laughs> I can right, only so... be that selfish asshole for so long. <laughs> <laughs> heal by walling. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, I know you really appreciated the stat. Bastion's destroyed 326 million. Some people <laughs> figured it out. Well, here's the deal. I think Blizzard specifically put that in there because they know people oh, were upset know. about Bastion. Oh, yeah, but they totally did. <laughs> I want to see the number of people Bastion killed. Okay. If Bastion killed 326 million, but killed 700 million, what's the fucking point? <laughs> he did his job. Come on, come on! That's the thing. I I want to see that. Actually, on the alive video, somebody edited Bastion's head onto that Omnic, and they, they titled the video "Bastion Finally Getting What He Deserves." <laughs> uh, so let's see. Alts deployed, and I found this a little not weird, but a little um, uh, funny that the I guess Genji and Hanzo had the most alts deployed. Uh, Genji had uh, 50,367,559 Dragon Blades deployed versus Hanzo having 62,528,516 Dragon Strikes deployed. So that I wonder if those are the two top alts, right, that are being deployed. Mm-hmm. Maybe people are getting them too fast because we have played matches 
where like every two minutes you hear that and then the dragon. I know that that that, that was total bad impression of what he does, but I can't speak fucking (laughs) Japanese, okay? (laughs) What do you mean you can't? He was saying high noon in Japanese, I thought. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Always fucking. We're gonna keep that joke going. We're gonna keep that joke going. Anybody, anytime somebody asks, like if you see somebody in a forum, like, hey, what does May say when she drops her alt? Oh, she says it's high noon. (laughs) (laughs) That makes me laugh way more than it should. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. This is is done. Yeah. I'm going to say that like, so, I'm a, if somebody asks me, like, what does Zarya say? Because Zarya also says something in Russian sometimes when she does her all. Oh, she's saying it's high noon. <laughs> I feel like they all need a it's high noon sound now in their natural language. Yeah. <laughs> Mercy, Mercy, when she comes in and says her whatever, it's, it's yeah. high noon. <laughs> it's high noon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, mean, I wonder if that means that those two characters may be getting their ults too quickly because we have we have definitely played matches where you hear Hanzo's ult going off a lot and Genji's ult going off a lot. Well, and it could be that the players are just doing that well. Genji's probably is because he activates it and then dies immediately and then it goes back into like 80%. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably why he got like more activations. Maybe. Because I, 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 that happens. Higher. Because McCree yeah. does the same thing. McCree, if you die before you complete, you're like dropped to fifty. Maybe because yeah. people don't, because people actually know how to hide with McCree. Yeah, because whenever you right. hear McCree's, people hide from you. Yeah. Whenever you hear Genji's, Genji, it's kind of just... like you look for him so that you can shoot him, or you know where to shield to get away from him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, if now aren't used to hearing it in foreign languages yet. That's why. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it looks like High Noon rolled around five point million, uh, five point oh seven God. million times a day. Five point seven million <laughs> times a day, people were popping <laughs> McCree's alt. So God bless you too, especially if you play McCree on console. That was difficult. That was difficult. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to actually work on getting better at McCree on console. So, uh, loot boxes earned eighty-seven million one hundred three thousand four hundred forty-two. Heroes commended three hundred forty-one million, and I wonder if that means that's May, because May is the graphic they use for that. <laughs> so I wonder if that was if that means May was commended three hundred forty million one million times, and then seventy-two million uh, enemy commendations. That means that 72 million people gave it up for the people who were beating them. That's what that meant. Um, now, one thing I will notice, uh, I will say, like, on PC, on PC, I saw a ton. Uh, you always see the healers get the cards. Mm-hmm. But I, mean, is... I think I mentioned last week, on console, it was whoever got play of the game, even if it was a Bastion. Oh, really? Oh, my yep. God. And Bastion <laughs> got play of the game all the time. Well, yeah. Because the console players were just running into him. Several times. Over. And well, over. I'll teach him now. You're going to yeah. learn today. Uh-huh. Well, tomorrow when I get the copy of the game. I, <laughs> I, I also just don't agree with like giving it to the support just because they were the support. Like, right. Just because you well, were a healer didn't mean you were a good healer. Right. Well, that's like, I would give it to a good healer. Like, if, if I feel that you constantly healing me was able to help me kick ass, I'll give it to you. That's why I give it to you all the time, Mike. Well, because I do my fucking job. He's like, yeah. The healers in this were doing pretty stellar for the most part. They were, but pretty good times. You know, like the healers came through and really clutched it. I'm not saying don't promote the good healers. I'm saying think about the type of healer that was with you. Oh, exactly. Did they go off and try to heal a tracer, or did they stick with the tank (laughs) and heal the fucking tank? To get you to the point. Right. Mm-hmm. Or if the tank needs healing, sometimes the tank don't need healing. You don't That's always true. have to be on a Reinhardt. That's true. Did did your Mercy stand behind Reinhardt the entire fucking game? Yeah. Did I, she res one member every single time she had a res up? <laughs> we should make uh, we should make a survey, put it on the site for, for people who are gonna put cards did up. Did Symmetra put her teleporter vote. in the fucking lane where everybody looks down? <laughs> yes. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, it was too terrible. Did Zenyatta only ult for himself? (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, yeah. But sometimes you got to, man. You well, only have 150 health. <laughs> I got to defend Zenyatta. The whole that. Match? You're going to tell me every single, every <laughs> single transcendence is for you? Nah, bro. Nah. No. Let me, let I have had matches where I had healer. to save my ass. It's like, you know what? I'll be, I'll, be, I'll do much better and help my team if I was here alive. So right before I die, boom. It's like, you know, <laughs> when an owl fluffs himself up. <laughs> to scare the enemies away they're like oh forget about it and they walk away stay alive and then you can heal somebody else but yeah but we'll make, we'll get a survey together and that way anytime somebody has any questions about whether or not they should be upvoting somebody they can look at the survey because we're the, here to help did the soldier drop the health for more than just himself Oh no, that shit's for you. That's not yeah. shit. That's not for the team. It's, <laughs> it depends. On some maps, if you're doing objective attacks, then yeah, it's okay. Yeah. For the most or, part, man, that's for me. That's for that's, me. That's, that's my it's, it's predominantly for you. But if you're grouped up and you have a whole bunch of people around you hurting, and you're fine. Oh well, no, come it's still on. for me. Yeah, it's still for me because the thing is, as a soldier seventy six is one of those characters that doesn't necessarily need to stay with the group. That's he true. needs to d- break off and go around and do damage elsewhere. That's Not true. to mention, there are other pl- pl- people, people that you need to hold it for. Like, for example, if a tracer comes around, don't you, a tracer is kind of squishy, but she's fast. Mm-hmm. And her, a good tracer can move around you so fast and end up eating up all your health. So what you do when you see the tracer, when you engage the tracer, you pop it down and say, come on, bitch, come on, bring it, <laughs> and watch it run away. They, they usually go away or they die. Yeah. <laughs> no, on, you're Chris. right. I'm just saying there's instances where it's like you want to you want to drop that 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 healing zone because you, know, <laughs> you know it's just you and me out here and like like I, know, I have done that. I have helped yes. if I like helped out a teammate, but if you're not confident in yourself like the way I am, just hold on to it, dog. Just just hold on to it. <laughs> just hold on to it. Oh, and if your Genji doesn't try to kill the Bastion, then don't commend him. Yes, don't commend him. <laughs> he should be trying to kill the Bastion. Uh, Alright, let's move on to our, our, our next uh, point here, which is more story content uh, since the last podcast. Well, not 8.5, since uh, uh, episode 8. Uh, there's been four pieces of story content that's come out. There was uh, a Better World comic, that's for Metra, Mission Statement, Farah. Um, now... <clears throat> Uh, the Symmetra comic was kind of what we expected, uh, or not what we expected, but what we've been seeing mm-hmm. from the other um, comics, which it really do- it kind of gives you an insight into the character, but it really doesn't tell you any- anything too much about the Overwatch world or its story. Uh, I-, I did like the Symmetra one. You know, she's not a uh, she's not a monster. She's not she only kills if she has to. But you know, at the same time, you could it's it was made pretty clear. That she was blinded, you know, by uh, I guess her objectives. Sh- yeah, she was really? blinded, and not just that, but just by her corporation as well. Our corporation, yeah. Like you know, they the never Ish- say Ishkar. right. Like they never said that Vishkar blew up the favela. You know, she seems but like she's was- trying to convince herself that what she's doing is right. She's not a hundred percent in this. Is what it seems like to me, or she wants to believe that you know that they're not doing the various things. Order yes. in everything is to her. So mm-hmm. she feels they bring the most order to all the chaos around. Right. So no matter what, even though this is a horrible thing, we're doing the right thing in the end because it will bring the most supreme order. It's all yes. for the greater good. <laughs> yes, that's basically what, I'm hoping, what it was. I'm hoping she opens her eyes up at some point as the story goes on. I'm really hoping because I love this character to death. I really like her. I don't know. I, I, like I don't her a lot. know. Maybe, maybe, maybe she will, but it doesn't seem that way. Like she's, she's like the person that's on the bad side, but it thinks she's doing the right thing. Yeah, you know. But every like, person on the bad side thinks they're doing the right. Not thing. necessarily. So a lot of people know that they're doing wrong. Yeah. You know? But she, yeah, that's the thing. Like she thinks this is the best. Well, not just the, this is the best path, but she's doing the right thing. This is really helping out. So. Um, I I, I kind of wish Lucio was in that comic. To be honest with you, I think that, that was a big miss opportunity, mm-hmm. especially to do their rivalry because there is a rivalry between Lucio and yeah, Symmetra. they have some banter back and forth. So because chaos and order, right? Now the um the other comic mission statement with Farah, I that's my favorite one. 
It's my favorite one. Not only, you know, okay, well, let, let me finish. I'm, I'm going to let you talk. Let me finish. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, it was my favorite because, one, it definitely brings you more insight into Farrah, which, as a character, we don't, even with her speech, uh, not her, her speech per se, but, like, her voice lines in the game, you, she seems very generic. Like, you know, she doesn't have, she doesn't say too much about herself. But this teaches you that she's very much about the mission. Uh, that she's very goal-oriented about the mission. That no life is more uh, valuable than the mission. You know, more no one life is value, more valuable than the whole, per se. Uh, but at the same time, it gives you some story watch, or some a story watch, some Overwatch uh, story content. Where because the thing that they're fighting against is a god AI. Uh, that was created by the Omnics. That's something we didn't know before. We didn't know that the Omnics had created these god AIs, which makes total sense. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that makes total hive sense that happens. Yeah, hive minds. And so basically, and Overwatch imprisoned them. That's probably how they stopped one of the ways of stopping the Omnic crisis. That's the information we didn't have before. And you find out that Anubis, which that level Anubis mm-hmm. is where they house it. That's what. That's where it's being. That's where it's being held. So one can assume that that map is about releasing it. Uh, you know, fighting on that map is about releasing the AI. Even though in the story, like I mean, in in, the, in this story, the, the AI start was uh, getting loose on its own. You know. Yeah. But that's that's what that could be about. Just like now we know because of Alive that the um, the Dorado uh, map. It's about delivering a payload to a power plant. That's mm-hmm. what it's about. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this one. But go ahead, Mikey. You had something to say. Oh, just just that, like, it was um, it was a good comic. Yeah, I, I don't... I, I, it is one of my favorite ones, easily. I just don't know if it's... It goes up there with Reinhardt's in my eyes. Okay. Because Reinhardt gave us this, like showed us a little bit more into him and what he's all been through and how he sees and what he's like when he's actually in a fight and what he actually fights for and all that kind of stuff. And this kind of did the same thing with Farah. I just, they're, they're both like one of my favorites and I go back and forth with the two. Right. Okay. Well, Bond. Um, when it comes to the comics, I'm usually somewhat indifferent to them. I don't, I feel like they're lacking a little bit uh, in terms of, power i guess you know emotion when reaching the reader it it doesn't feel like it has the same depth as the videos do i suppose i mean out of the ones that i've watched i think i like the fair one a little more than uh the others but uh yeah i can't really say i i, I guess i'd feel a bit indifferent about them and i like comics okay yeah well i so say i did think that the the i thought that all the overwatch story content was going to be way more impactful mm-hmm. because people want to know about this world but yet, the it feels like the comics really don't tell you all that much, you know. No. Like, when are we gonna get the, the the continuation of the McCree? Like, we don't know what's happening with McCree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That one ended in a cliffhanger. Not the others didn't end in a cliffhanger, but this one definitely does. It's kind of like right. You know, they're gonna, they're gonna go somewhere with that one. It'll probably connect with another character, but probably well, a character down the road. We know that it definitely has. Well, that we don't definitely know it has something to do, but it feels like it has something to do. With the Route fifty, uh, Route sixty six mm-hmm. map, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I, don't know, I I really did think they would have more impact, but maybe they will later on. I still need to read the uh, graphic novel. I'm just a little. I I was excited for the graphic novel to come out so I could buy it and read it. But now there's only a digital version. The only way you can get a hard version was at PAX. You know, so I'm just kind of like uh, I, don't, I don't necessarily want to. I I, I want to read it, but I'm just not as uh, excited to go find it and read it right at this right. point. But let's talk about the cinematics, because we got our last two cinematics in the last few weeks. We got Heroes and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Dragons was about, you know, Genji and Hanzo, and, uh, you know, uh, what they've been through, I guess. I guess this was, hey, this is Hanzo's first time seeing Genji after Overwatch had, had turned Genji into a cyborg. Um... I did think that they were going to show more young Hanzo and Genji, but that did not happen. Yeah, no, um, there was it was none of that. Yeah, it was none of that. Uh, I thought it was going to be, yeah, like I th- I, what I thought was going to happen, I I was really hoping 
they would show us the fight that Hanzo and Genji had that killed Genji. That would have been cool, but... <sighs> that would have been way more impactful, because, I mean... I think they wanted to leave it... The, the, they wanted to be impactful in a different way. They wanted to show that there's still redemption for Hanzo, but Hanzo has to take it. And the way they ended Dragons, it leaves it at a cliffhanger. Like, we don't know what Hanzo's really going to do. He can stay to his assassin routes, or he can, you know, do whatever. The thing is, we know what he's going to do, because we've seen it in the game. Like, whenever him and Genji... Whenever Genji's brought up, he disowns him. Like, if Genji uh, talks to Hanzo... Hanzo says, you're not my brother. My brother's dead. And if uh, Zenyatta talks to Hanzo about Genji, Hanzo says, my brother's dead. No, like, I don't, I don't recognize this as my brother. You're not my brother. That's the thing. Like, in the, in the, in the video, he definitely had more emotion mm-hmm. to seeing Genji or knowing that it's Genji. But... You know, I, I in, in the video game, he's definitely like he's definitely really really cold to Genji. Right. Well, the so, point of forgiveness is not about you know forgiving the other person. Forgiveness has to come from yourself. And the struggle that I think Hanzo is having with this, because it seems like with the emotion in the video, he part of him wants to do it, but I think maybe it's like his pride is getting in the way somewhat. And I thought out of uh, out of the two most recent videos that have come out, as much as I really like the other one, I feel like this one had more emotion and more power behind it. Very uh, much so. Yeah, and, and that's not saying the other one was bad. That one was freaking amazing, too. Yeah, but, well, both videos, uh, Heroes, and we'll talk about that in a second, I think both videos had the same problems that we've had with the comics, where they're not really delivering too much into the Overwatch lore. Mm-hmm. Right. They're just events that happen, but they're not, like, you know... F- Recall has a, is a huge deal because it's how the characters got back, and it actually should be the last video they should have released. But it's it's it had a, it was a huge deal because that's how Overwatch that's that's why we're playing the game now, okay? And um, Alive had a huge impact because it was a major it was a major event for the world when Mandata died. Mm-hmm. Right, you know? that's why we have the statue in King's Row. Exactly. It was like, that's a major event for Mandata, uh, for for the world because Mandata died, and that's huge in Overwatch. That that's 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 a big Overwatch lore thing. Um, with this video, was kind of just like it, it felt just more like a little bit of entertainment, and that was it. And Alive was the same way. Like you know, I really wish they would have gone into maybe how he went from being Morris and the Soldier Seventy Six. You know, talk about that a little bit. Uh, maybe have him like interact with Reaper. That would have been an awesome video. I'm surprised there was an interaction with Reaper, considering they were in Dorado. Yeah. Or like, were they in Dorado? Yeah, they were in Dorado. In Dorado oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was I was kind of surprised there wasn't like some hintage of Reaper and uh, Soldier in Dorado. That 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 did kind of like hmm, okay. Yeah, like they, I really wish there would have been like a Reaper Soldier fight right there. Which ended in Reaper, like, using the girl as leverage or something like that. Right. I just don't think they're... I think they don't want to overuse Reaper as a villain. I think they want to use other villains as well, but at the same time, they're... I don't know. It's like they, they're holding back Widowmaker and Reaper and trying to figure out, okay, who else can we use as stereotypical evil here, you know? And they use this, like, random gang. Yeah, which... For a gang, for a bunch of thugs, very color coordinated. Those tattoos are pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, but you know what it reminded me of? Batman Forever and Batman Returns. Oh, oh, Batman Returns you like Batman it. Forever and Batman now Robin. Just, with the, glow, with the glowing shit. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> but uh, I was like, that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh boy. But I, I do like. And Soldier 76 just totally kicked their ass. Like, well, you know. And the way he uses ult was very tactical versus the way that it happens in the game. Just hold the trigger down. Sing <laughs> one so shot, one stupid. kill. One shot, one kill. That was it. Versus in the game. Just, yeah, exactly. Just hold down the goddamn button. But he didn't even yeah. kill them. He only killed that we can see one person in that video, which was with the rockets. He killed the guy with a giant minigun that was way too small to be lifting that thing. 
Yeah, I don't know how that guy lifted Skinny arms Rob Lowe up on the freaking truck with a giant yeah. ass minigun. <laughs> he is he is no heavy. Yeah, I, mean, I did like it. I mean, I, I liked the videos. I liked all of the videos. I just feel like the last two, the first two, way more impact than the last two. Because like you know, I did I did like like uh, Heroes. I was gonna call it a lie, but Heroes was good. Maybe I'm a Soldier seventy six fan. Heroes was especially good because at the end where he's looking back, it looks like he's not going to make it. The badass survives a grenade attack and sits there and, you know, watches the girl go home and makes her make sure that she gets home okay. And it talks about hope, which is the common thing out of all of these videos. And maybe because it's the common thought with him and that it resonates, or, you know, of hope that resonates so much with me, which is why I really like these videos. I could not get into the comics nearly as much they were not nearly as impactful at these videos they couldn't come close to touching them not even a little dragon no, I, I, dragon I uh, dragons maybe a little bit you know in the comics there uh the the reinhardt one but other than that couldn't really follow him couldn't do it gotcha wanted to hmm yeah, but I I, I do I, I do wish they I I know they're gonna bring out more videos, but I hope the videos they have tell us more about Overwatch lore versus mm-hmm. just um uh yes. you know some events that happened. All right, so let's get into our last segment for this show, which uh, you know I, we just want to talk about some things we think you need to know about Overwatch if you're new to the game. Uh, if you haven't played beta, uh, these are some things that you need to know uh, about Overwatch, or at least that we think you need to know because we've seen people not do these things. <laughs> uh, so oh, I, I have a couple the things. Eye. I can hear the eyes rolling right now with people. <laughs> yeah, here's a couple things that I got. So first of all, I think a lot of, especially from other shooter games, that's you know, I guess that's the perspective I'm coming from from other shooters. There is no solo carry in this game. Okay, this is not Unreal. This is not Counter-Strike. This is not Team Fortress. It's not Call of Duty. It's not Battlefield. You cannot, no matter how good you are, you cannot solo carry your team in this game. All right? In other games, some people are like, oh, you can't solo carry in Battlefield. Yes, you can. If you are good enough, yes, you fucking can. You certainly can. Yep. Yeah. Definitely can. I can attest. Yes, you cannot solo carry. You cannot put the entire team on your shoulders in this game and win, okay? If you have up to two people, if you have two people in your team who are, like, biting it big time, you're going to lose, okay? That you're going to... Two people. Two? Two people. Two people. If you have... You can have a team of four and two people that are essentially not actors. We've recovered a team of four. It's that's because really I'm me though. Hard. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's hard. Like, don't get me wrong. I, th- I think yeah, like having one person not doing anything it makes it very difficult. But it's carryable. A f- team of five can carry one. A team of four trying to carry two, that's really, really tough. Really, really tough. You're probably gonna lose. You know, and plus the other team would have to be not so great either. That's that's the thing. So you definitely can't solo carry. It's hard enough carrying, like, even if you go with a group of three, don't expect to start winning games. <laughs> you know, you still need to, to play with the other, te- the other, other people. Um, that being the case, and this is something I had to do early on in the beta, uh, don't belittle your other teammates who aren't doing well. You know, at first, at least. Don't belittle them at first, okay? <laughs> what you gotta do... Wait till after the game. Then belittle you, what them. you gotta do is try to work with them. I highly suggest getting on your fucking microphone. Yes. And start talking. <laughs> fucking talk. You know? Get on your microphone and talk like, hey, we can pull this together. Let's try this. Let's try that. And, you know, generally speaking, people will work with you in a lot of cases. Some won't. That's when you start degrading them. You know, you talk about what you did with his mother last night, stuff like that. You know, that's when you get into that's when you get into the degrading stuff. Okay, why well, to be his mom? Right, like you can't solo carry. So definitely, like getting upset that things aren't going away and popping off at the mouth all of a sudden against your entire team, or going off by yourself and trying to win the game is just not going to work, man. Work with your team. 
and going along with working for your team with your team, wait for your team. If you notice that you are by yourself and you're not like a solo character, like let's say a Genji or a Soldier 76 or a Tracer, you probably need to go find your team. You need to get with your team. Even if you are by yourself, even if you are so like, you know, let's say a Genji and you're okay, you know, solo to get behind the back line, you gotta pay attention because if your team is respawning and they're nowhere near you, if you kill somebody, you could kill one, two, three people, and it wouldn't necessarily help the team. Mm-hmm. Because there's nobody there to capitalize on it. Because even if you do kill one or two people by yourself, you ain't capping by yourself. That being said, though, if your team dies, you're the last one there, and they're trying to, you know, to cap the objective, you're probably not going to make it away to catch back up to your team. But you can delay them as long as you possibly can. Absolutely. Got to have the. Got to know when to make those judgment calls. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, like you just got to stay alive. Like sometimes. The fight, you know, you might you you may need to disengage from the fight and survive. That's all you need to do. Trust me, you know that's 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 what you gotta do. So waiting for your team, but Bond is right. Sometimes you just gotta delay. Okay. Um, now another thing, Mikey probably agrees with me here. Don't overextend. Oh my god, healers. Oh my god, please I don't do this. Hate that. How many Only, how many uh, games okay. can you overextend? Battlefield. I see it happen all the time when I play that game. You overextend, you fuck it up for everybody, you lose, everybody gets mad, cohesion falls apart. Just, if you have an objective, go a little bit, but don't go that far. Hang around your healer, which is hopefully hanging around the point. Yeah. Like, so you gotta, you don't have to stick, stay on your healer's ass, but man, don't overextend. Because uh-huh. yeah. then you're dying. Which I, brings... the, the only people who can really overextend and get away with it, and even then don't, like, too far overextend, just like get in the back behind the enemy team is like Tracer or like Genji Soldier or seventy six, Soldier seventy six or Reaper, you know. But that's but don't overextend past that. Like just get behind them and create chaos. Just be a dick. Know. Yeah, <laughs> be a dick to the enemy team, but know your limits and don't overextend. Yeah, right. yeah. Don't so, run uh, away from your healer if you're low health. Yes, Jesus exactly. Christ, I yeah, hate yeah. that. <laughs> Do not make me fly into you in, while you have like a whole bunch while you're charging the enemy team just to fucking make sure you try to heal and survive up. Like, give me a break. That's yeah, if you're low health. Like, don't if I pull f- your healer into danger. Yes, like, please don't bait your healers. Don't yeah. bait your healers. It is not a fu- they 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 already know they have to go into dangerous spots to save your ass. Don't like pretend to go in and then pussyfoot out, and then they end up dying as you run away. Yeah, that's a bad <laughs> look. That is a bad look. Nothing sucks more than having you guys, you know, having to chase down somebody as, as a mercy or whatever. Having that guy you're going to heal because he's being a dumbass die, and then you're like, oh fuck! Look, I'm up here. I can't get away fast enough. Oh man. Waste yeah. my fly in to get to you. Oh shit, you're running away. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I will, yeah, just you know, tip your healers, folks. <laughs> Protect your healers, okay? Um, now, one thing I will say, uh, and this is gonna be my last one, is you have to know when to sacrifice and when to stay alive. Uh-huh. Staying alive is a huge deal your team if you are if you are dead your team is at a disadvantage almost doesn't matter who you are uh if you if you are dead your team uh is at a disadvantage and that is something that uh you need to balance like should i stay alive now or should i jump onto the point to try to either keep the the point meter going Uh Or to even stop a cap, you know, because yep. sometimes you got to stop a cap. So I've seen so many people running away from points, uh, from capture points when they should be running to it. Yeah. The other thing is I see a lot of people try to dive in and dive bomb a lot and they die. And then it's like, well, now we can't siege past this choke point because you've gone and died. And now we're a man down and we uh-huh. can't. And that you know, that impacts our way of getting through this choke point, you know? So. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the thing. I said, you got to know the balance, but at the same time, you don't want to just def- default all the time to not hopping in when you need to. Mm-hmm. Not like most of the time, you need to stay alive. But if it's if 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 it, if it's overtime, right, or if there's only ten seconds left in the match, touch the point. Thirty seconds left in the match, touch the fucking point, man. Like get on the goddamn point and stop them from capping. Mm-hmm. Give your team time to come back and hold the point. That's what you're trying to do. So, but um, that's that's all I have. You guys got anything? Uh, research your class. Know your class. If you're a tracer or a soldier 76, know that as a soldier 76, you can be on an objective or you can be a little bit ahead. Again, not overextending. Or, you know, if you're a Junkrat, when I'm playing a Junkrat, I'm almost always not on the objective. I'm trying to obscure myself in some place where I can throw indirect fire out and just generally piss everybody off. Right. You know, or if you're a May, just, you know, be a May, which uh, some people here know what that's like. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, be a general nuisance. Again, uh, look at it from another level. If you can piss off the other team and really get them upset, odds are that's going to help them screw up and it's going to help your team win and come out with that clutch win. Yeah. I would just say learn to find heroes you like that fit different situations. Yes. Don't just pigeonhole yourself into yes. being only good at one role. Yeah. Try to uh, find different heroes that can satisfy and are fun to play that do different things than heroes that you already have a great time with. Uh-huh. You're if right. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, be there's flexible. There should be no such thing well, as a main in this game. Well, be flexible. But don't find people find find heroes that let you be flexible and still have fun. Cuz eventually you're going to run into a wall and you're going to need to pick something differently. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to stop having fun. The minute you stop having fun and you turn this into a job a a job or a super sport where you take super hardcore and your your main hero roster is this and they all do the same job you're gonna have a bad time and you're gonna eventually stop playing yep try to find things that you that heroes that interest you look appealing to you make you have fun that can do different things and other heroes that do the same thing for you that's all and that's it yeah, you're right. You, you do like you need to. I, I don't think there should be such a thing as a main in this game. Okay, like, I don't think you should have a main like me. I play Zarya a lot. Uh-huh. But I want to call her my main because I switch depending on the situation. Right. Like I used to say May is my main, but like if you look at my timer, it's Symmetra. Right. Yeah. That's the and that's that's another thing. Like Zarya was. I say I play her uh, the most, but I actually played Zenyatta the most. You know, according to my timer. So mm-hmm. yeah, like there should be no such thing as a main. Like you basically need to go in to. Um, now you might have a role you're really good at. I'll say that. Right. Yes, and you know, and if possible, you know, you um, if possible, you should play that. You know, if it's available, obviously, if it's the best thing, the thing that you're best at, right? But just don't refuse to move to something else just because, right? You know it's not available. And for the love of God, don't go double heroes. Uh, Shit! No, please don't hero stack. The only time hero stacking is allowed when enemy team is hero stacked. <laughs> like, yeah, you need to counter. Because sometimes please, you have yeah. to hero stack to counter bullshit. <laughs> but it's just like it's just not fun hero stacking. Like it's just not fun. Save that for competitive. <laughs> Super competitive. I can't wait till they deal with hero stacking. <laughs> I don't think they are. That's we're gonna have six Torbjorn. <laughs> oh my god! On console for sure. <laughs> so, but okay. Do you guys have anything else or not at the moment? I'm sure I'll have plenty after this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, if that's the case, uh, we're gonna wrap up now. So. Thanks for listening. As always, we have some other great podcasts for you guys to listen to. We have WoW Talk, which is every other Tuesday opposite of us, and that is for World of Warcraft. So if you're into WoW, check out WoW Talk. Uh, We have In Orbit, which is our Destiny podcast, 
uh, which is every Monday before us. So if you enjoy uh, Destiny still, give those guys a, a listen. Actually, I was on the last in orbit, episode 25. I had to hop on there because I had to drop some knowledge. So uh, I was on episode 25 of in orbit, which was fun. Uh, it was good being on that podcast again. Uh, we also have Sit Rep Radio, which is our division podcast. They release weekly, so we just released uh, episode four of Sit Rep, Sit Rep Radio this week. Uh, we have Double Tap, which is our podcast dedicating to dedicated to the fighting games and the fighting game community. Mikey's on that one, and that's bi-weekly on Wednesdays. Yep. So uh, that that should be fun. Hopefully, he's not too busy playing Overwatch. To uh, you know, be on the show. Who knows? Uh, Actually, well, def- they are releasing. The Ki is releasing a new character this month, so uh, I might have to play a little bit of that. Funny thing is, uh, Dre or Crash Tag, he's been messaging me to get on Overwatch. I'm like, dude, I'm recording a podcast. I need to <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> um, all of our podcasts are available on iTunes, Overcast for iOS, uh, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio for Android and iOS. Uh, player.fm, Pocket Casts, we're on SoundCloud, and we have an RSS feed in case you have your own RSS reader. Uh, all links are available for each platform right on the Matchless Buttons website. Uh, we have, uh, you can reach out to us on twitter.com slash mtbsite, facebook.com slash buttons, and youtube.com slash buttons. Uh, what's your Twitter, Mike? Uh, it is at Key Lockyer, so K E Y L O C K Y E R. I just changed. I was it. wondering. I was wondering if you were going to say the wrong one because I was no, trying to use Key Cloud the you, other day. I know. I know. I know. And you, you got to tell me that shit. I tried to make it easier, and I think I made it harder. Yes, you did. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he, you can find him there. I'm underscore Ja underscore on Twitter underscore J A A underscore bond is twitterless um if you have any questions comments concerns you know you have any thoughts about anything we talked about please feel free to contact us either on twitters on facebook on the website soundcloud wherever we'll find it and uh we may talk about it on the site and if you enjoyed the podcast and you want to support us the best way to actually support us is to share the podcast with others. So if you do that, we would really appreciate it. We thank you a lot. And yeah, that's it. We don't right now. We don't need any money. <laughs> so we, we just need the shares, guys. <laughs> it would it would be uh, very uh, very helpful. So uh, thanks for listening. Uh, this is going to be out on the twenty fourth. So enjoy Overwatch. You should be playing it right now. Uh, maybe you're listening to this in your car on your way to work or after work and now you're speeding because you want to get home and play Overwatch. Don't die and have a good day. (laughs) See ya. Take it easy. See ya.